Sorry, this is this is like the fourth time we've we've done this to get the volumes right. We've now got we have two microphones uh, previously, and we've now got three microphones. So hopefully it'll sound the volume's right for me. But <laughs> <laughs> I think my voice immature, sounds a bit David. funny. <laughs> very immature. <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us to the podcast. You may have seen we've become internet celebrities this week, Dave and I. Uh, we met, or rather, James May had the privilege of meeting us. He was very excited. Very excited. Put out some, some. I wouldn't say defamatory treats because well, astute, if astute. Anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it was, it was quite, it was quite nice to to meet um, James or Jim, as we now call him, Jimmy. Yeah, J- Jimmy May. Jimmy May, Jimbo, Jimbo May. Sam, you weren't there, excited. of course. Yeah, so I can't contribute anything to this. That's a way to be inclusive. Yeah, yeah. free inclusive employer, except for meeting James May. Yeah. yeah, although in saying that, Sam, you did have the benefit of not hearing. So we went to, before we met James, we went out for a couple of quick pints. And I heard what he described as a day of, but wasn't, an anecdote, which effectively was a two hour ramble about a flat he's selling and the furniture. It was mainly about the selling of the furniture and the negotiations um, around, uh, God, around that. Uh, in the end, I just <laughs> said, look. When does this end? Well, this it ends. It starts and ends. Robinson Ralph Podcast Four. So, <laughs> stay tuned. I'm off that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, so that's what's happened this week. What else is happening? Oh, we're off tomorrow. And um, we'll do a video on it. We've got a Harrogate business lunch in well Harrogate and, um, and at well, lunchtime. <laughs> at lunchtime. <laughs> and it's basically a lot of business people. I think uh, so. Uh, last time was who was it, Sam? Because I couldn't go. It was uh, Strictly Legend Anton Debeck. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Time before that, slightly was less controversial than whoever, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, and then before that, it was a oh god, it was a golfer or a cyclist. I can't remember. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't make up his mind, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it yeah, got, yeah. those clubs got in the way while yeah. he was doing the Tour de France. But and then whoever it wasn't, the other one was before that. So anyway, do you, do you have any idea who you'll go and see speak? No, I do. Well, I do tomorrow. So tomorrow is going to be um, the. Uh, love him or loathe him, uh, Nigel Farage. So, so we don't really know what's going to expect on that. It's either going to be... Do you think mm, he might mention Brexit? <laughs> I think so. I think he might do. I think as long as he doesn't mention Dave's furniture, then I'm... <laughs> well, I've, I've submitted <laughs> some I ideas. Da- I think Dave's exhausted that, to be honest, for everybody. Well, you think How that, to break yeah. the Brexit impasse. Yeah. is that I'll sell my furniture to the EU. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you imagine if Juncker and the like had to listen to that, they'd be submitted in no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have whatever be. you want, just they get him out be. of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so that was it. So London on Monday and Tuesday, uh, uh, Harrogate tomorrow, and today we've done a hilarious video where I pretend to be Papa Lazarou, and then tomorrow is is um, uh, Farage, Garage, Sausage. Sausage. Yeah. We have also done some work in the employee oh, yeah, atmosphere. Yeah. We have done this uh, this week for our lovely clients. Lovely, 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 lovely clients. So, <laughs> so anyway, so this week we're going to talk about uh, uh, the uh, David tra- Macaruth. Yeah, that's it. Versus the Department for Work and Pensions and Advanced Personnel Management Group Limited, and that happened a while back. Um, but it was only reported uh, recently. The judgment was sent out on the 26th of September. And we would have talked about it earlier, but we were doing other things. And you can't complain because this is free. So that's the way that's worked out. So uh, who wants to talk about what the case is about? 
Uh, well, I'm just monitoring uh, various things. So, um, and when I say that, I'm then going through with my pen. So, um, <laughs> okay. would you like me to briefly discuss? Yes, because obviously yes. it is it is a, a 42 page job, and I've read all of that. Yes, yes. So we're going to summarise that, that uh, we're doing more or less, <laughs> unless listeners, you'd prefer us to read it out word for word. But we fear that some of you may be dead of natural causes or otherwise. Well, I'll tell you what, the end of it, we'll put it to a poll. If you want us to read it out word for word, just put your hand up. Okay. Unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous. They win. Well, there we well, go. Right. The second respondent. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, Dr. Mackerath, um is a Christian, and he, uh, on that basis, refused to refer to transgender patients um, by their preferred pronouns. Um, the use of the preferred pronouns of the patient was a, a, a policy um, of the hospital where he worked. Um, he said that um, this was based on the following religious and or philosophical beliefs. It was, of course, accepted that Christianity is a religion and capable of being protected, but he also asserted protection on the basis of his philosophical beliefs. Um, so, in particular, the truth of Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. So, so he said that it follows that every person is created by God as either male or female. Um, I now, just think it's important at the point to, to point out, Dave, that Genesis, the book of the Bible, mm, is not the same as... Phil Collins was not in the Bible yeah, book. Or, or Peter Gabriel. No, no. But I think, actually, on that point, it does demonstrate um, the sort of benefits of getting a lawyer into deal with drafting of policies uh, to make sure that they're as comprehensive as possible. Where would they get a lawyer from? Though, well, I think if, if well, at the time they were writing the Bible, I mm. suspect lawyers were, would exist, but um, they say in the image of God, he created him, male and female. I mean, if they'd included the, the phrase inter alia there, yeah. um, then perhaps it would have been believable that um, it, the Bible could have included references to transgender people but um always get a lawyer involved in your drafting is the lesson to take from that particular bible robinson verse. ralph in particular <laughs> robinson ralph verse one chapter one um, <laughs> dr mackerath also believed that it would be irresponsible and dishonest for a healthcare professional to accommodate and or encourage a patient's impersonation of the opposite sex, and he referred to that as conscientious objection to chan transgenderism. He was from Dudley, wasn't he? The uh, doctor. Was he? Yeah, he was. Okay. Systematic Important fact. <laughs> the reason that is um, important, actually, is because um, I had an ex-girlfriend, and that's not, the, that's not the end of the well story. Well done. Um, and she had a dog called Dudley. That was a runaway dog, and it was called Dudley because they found it in Dudley. Mm -hmm. I don't like where this is going. But anyway, long story short, it died. Okay, in Dudley. No, nope. Wolverhampton. <laughs> Near Dudley. Nearish. Geography fans. <laughs> I told you I didn't like where it were going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the respondents argue that at the heart of those beliefs was an intolerance towards transgender people, which you might think is uh, inarguable. So that one of the issues for the um, tribunal was whether or not uh, those philosophical beliefs were worthy of respect in a democratic society and whether or not they were inconsistent with the rights of others. Uh, and it might not surprise you to learn that the tribunal found that they were not um, protected beliefs on the basis that they didn't fulfil those criteria. Um, 
and in relation to the uh, religious discrimination aspect i think what's interesting for me and probably only me is i I posted this on um on linkedin and um and it got quite a most of the most of the comments were pro the doctor and anti the the judgment and one of the lines he had apparently uh, said to to a manager at this assessment center where he was working was that he refused to refer to any six foot tall bearded man as madam and then um that that comment i think seems to have been picked up by a lot of people to say that they would uh, they would agree and they wouldn't do the same so what's interesting i think is this has brought this debate about um religion v transgenderism yeah with a lot of people seemingly supporting the doctor and he said he gave a quote afterwards which said um um, without intellectual and moral integrity, medicine cannot function. My 30 years as a doctor are now considered irrelevant compared to the risk that someone else might be offended. I believe that I have to appeal in order to fight for the freedom of Christians to speak the truth. If they cannot, then freedom of speech has died in this country with serious ramifications for the practice of medicine in, and, the, in the UK. And I think, um, importantly, the claim for religious discrimination failed on the basis that the trust had legitimate aims um, to require him to conduct himself in the way that they required him to, to work, uh, and that is to work in a way that demonstrated respect for the uh, beliefs and, and wishes of transgender patients and not to put them in a situation where they would potentially be uh, denied care as a result of that. And I think one of the things that um, I sort of fundamentally disagree with some of the commentary around this case is that... Um, it's not a case of transgender rights versus Christian rights. Mm. He's perfectly entitled to practice his religion. Mm. He's perfectly entitled yeah. to um, worship as he as he wishes. He's also entitled to his views. However, when he steps into the work environment, yeah. his employer has a right to require him to conduct himself in a certain way, obviously within the limits of the law. Um, uh, so it, I think it's fundamentally a misconception to uh, sort of, cite this as a, an example of religious versus transgender or, or, or other rights no okay, am i saying did i do that or did someone no else no, do no, that? no you <laughs> were just talking about the com you were talking about the commentary yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on the case yeah no and i agree i think once some <laughs> lawful and reasonable instructions um anyone else to add on that i mean he refused to refer to any six foot tall bearded man as madam it, uh, usually i insist on it actually in a social <laughs> Scenario like this, morning, like this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, even though you're not six foot, but you still I, exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, other six foot tall bearded men, like who? you're looking at me, insist on calling Is them. Adam, you, you don't have a beard, yeah, but I didn't yesterday, even though I this is a podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. I shaved for the podcast. I hope everybody appreciates it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do have you say you have a face for podcasts. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> absolutely. I've been told that a few times. So, in the law, what's the long and the short of this? What's happened? <laughs> um, s- some law. There's been, <laughs> so there's there's been so. some law. So the conclusion is, I suppose, is that have your religious views. That's all fine. But you can't you can't rely on your religious views to make somebody else feel bad. Yeah. And, you know, I object to the view that your right to call people <clears throat> what you want to call them outweighs their right to be respected and and have the identity that they 
they feel they should. So I mean, just, I, I mean, you might you might feel I somewhat agree with the judgment here that that, that Mr. Mackerath, um should have lost. <laughs> no, I mean I, I mean personally, I mean I agree with the judgment as well for for all those reasons. But I suppose one of the angles that I suppose the doctor was coming from is I suppose in the medical working world, whilst you can have respect for like you know people who identify as transgender, um, I suppose from a medical standpoint. There might there may be certain things which are black and white, and you know it's not as open to interpretation. For example, you know if you go in with a heart condition, you have a heart condition. You don't have a heart condition which could also be interpreted as this. You know th- th- there are cer- there are certainties in the medical field, and I wonder whether that played a factor in you know how he how he arrived at his, at his choice to uh, pursue this. I'm beginning to think at least one of us should have read the judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I I was diagnosed with a heart condition. It was that I love too much. <laughs> yeah, you demonstrate that every day, Dave. <laughs> Relentlessly. Yeah. So uh, so that was that case. I mean, it feels like we could have talked more about the case. If I'm honest, um, I think we covered the key aspects. I think we did. And uh, but uh, I mean, and people did vote for the entire judgment to be read out to them. I mean, it's um, there on the website, isn't it? You can go on the website, the uh, uh, the tribunal website, not not our website. It's not there, and have a look at it. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I got it in preparation for this podcast, and instantly my heart sank because it is forty two pages, and I thought, which bits do I not have to read for the podcast? <laughs> and, it, it, and he's done a sterling with all of it. <laughs> it turns out you have to read. And yeah, if you do want to have a look at the judgment on the tribunal website, then it's Macareth, that's M-A-C-K-E-R-E-T-H, against the Department for Work and Pensions. Uh, There's a second respondent whose name I won't read out because um, it would take up additional time that I've just taken up by saying that. It's Advanced Personnel Management Group UK Limited. (laughs) Just to take up even more time. Yeah. So if you you said Advanced Personnel Management Group UK Limited earlier on... Hmm. Just to clarify, that's Advanced Personnel Management Group, brackets, <laughs> UK, close brackets, limited. We've nearly got to 15 minutes now. <laughs> All right. So on that basis, I think we've talked as much as we can about David McElroy, the, the Department for Work and Pensions and Advanced Personnel Management Group, Again. UK, limited. If you want to hear more podcasts, then we are on, um, not YouTube, we're now on iTunes, iTunes, and we are soon to be on Spotify. I think is that right? Yes, and hopefully soon on Spotify. And we're on Podbean, as um, well as our website. And well as the website, uh, I don't know what we'll do next week. We just hope that you haven't laughed so much that you spilt your coffee on yourself or something like that. Or wet yourself. That's that's all that we hope for. Yeah, um, I haven't wet myself in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye. <laughs> Thanks very much. Ta-ra.